Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Thursday, March 9th. U.S. stocks declined to close out a choppy trading session, adding to weekly losses that followed this week's hawkish congressional testimony from Fed Chairman Jerome Powell. A larger-than-expected increase in weekly initial jobless claims seemed to offer a modest reprieve from the concerns about how aggressive the Fed may be. The financials sector saw pressure as SVB Financial plummeted after selling securities for a loss, and Silvergate Capital dropped after announcing that it would shut down its bank operations and liquidate. As a result of the turmoil in the sector, the shares of numerous banks declined. In other equity news, Dow member American Express increased its share buyback plan and raised its dividend, while GE rallied as the street cheered its long-term outlook. Treasury yields were mostly lower, with short-term rates giving back recent gains, and the yield curve steepened somewhat after inverting further on Powell's testimony. The U.S. dollar relinquished some of this week's rally, while crude oil prices were lower and gold traded to the upside. Asian stocks finished mixed following some cooler-than-expected Chinese inflation reports, and Europe ended mostly lower as the global markets continued to react to Fed Chair Powell's comments. The Dow Jones Industrial Average decreased 544 points, or 1.7%, to 32,255. The S&P 500 Index fell 74 points, or 1.9%, to 3,918. And the NASDAQ Composite was down 238 points, or 2.1%, to 11,338. In moderate volume, 5.1 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 5.1 billion shares also changed hands on the NASDAQ. WTI crude oil lost $0.94 to $76.66 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price gained $16.40, to $1,835 per ounce, and the dollar index lost 0.4% to 105.27. In equity news on Thursday, the financials sector saw pressure to close out the day as shares of SVB Financial Group, ticker symbol SIVB, plummeted after announcing a $1.75 billion stock sale as it looks to raise more cash. The company said that it sold substantially all of its available for sale securities, which will result in a post-tax loss. Additionally, crypto-focused bank Silvergate Capital Corp., ticker symbol SI, dropped after announcing a shutdown in bank operations and voluntary liquidation. The turmoil in the financials sector caused banks across the U.S. to decline. Dow member American Express Company, ticker symbol AXP, announced that its board has approved the repurchase of up to 120 million common shares, replacing the current buyback plan that had 36 million common shares remaining. Additionally, American Express increased its quarterly dividend by 15% to $0.08 per share. American Express was slightly lower. And General Electric Company, ticker symbol GE, rallied after the company offered an update on its long-term targets, highlighting expected profit margin expansion and mid-to-high single-digit revenue growth at its soon-to-be-separated aviation unit. 
GE also said it expects its combined power equipment and energy unit to be named GE Vernova after next year's split to deliver sales growth in the mid-single digits and a high single-digit profit margin. The company also reaffirmed its 2023 guidance. The stock markets have been volatile in recent weeks, but the S&P 500 and NASDAQ are holding on to gains for 2023. Investors have grappled with how much more aggressive the Fed will be to combat persistent inflation and what the ultimate impact will be on the economy and financial conditions. Meanwhile, economic data has remained mostly positive to foster the uncertainty, with labor reports topping forecasts, consumer spending continuing, services sector growth expanding, and manufacturing output showing signs of improvement. Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, notes in her latest article titled Caveat Mtor, Important Market Shifts Underway, Now, given the topsy-turvy nature of the market thus far in 2023, it remains crucial for investors to know what they are buying, especially as it relates to growth, value, and quality. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders, and you can read all of our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Thursday, weekly initial jobless claims came in at a level of 211,000 for the week ended March 4th, above the Bloomberg consensus estimate of 195,000 and the prior week's unrevised 190,000 level. The four-week moving average grew by 4,000 to 197,000. And continuing claims for the week ended February 25th increased by 69,000 to 1,718,000 north of estimates calling for 1,660,000. The four-week moving average for continuing claims rose by 9,500 to 1,679,500. Treasury rates were mostly lower as the yield on the two-year note fell 19 basis points to 4.87% and the yield on the 10-year note dipped 6 basis points to 3.92%, while the 30-year bond rate was unchanged at 3.87%. The Treasury yield curve is steepening slightly after inverting further this week on the heels of Fed Chairman Jerome Powell's two-day semi-annual congressional testimony where he offered a hawkish tone suggesting rates may need to go higher for longer and the Fed could accelerate in order to curb inflation. His testimony appeared to fuel uncertainty regarding a potentially larger-than-expected rate hike at the next policy meeting slated for later this month. Schwab's chief fixed-income strategist Kathy Jones notes in her latest article titled How to Prepare for Landing, How a soft landing with declining inflation but positive growth would be ideal. However, she points out that turbulence appears likely. Kathy offers insight on how to handle it. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. Tomorrow's economic calendar will introduce the highly anticipated February labor report. Non-farm payrolls are expected to add 205,000 jobs, much less than January's 517,000 jobs growth. Private sector payrolls, on the other hand, are projected to also show a growth of 210,000 additional jobs versus the prior month's 443,000 gain. 
The unemployment rate is estimated to remain at 3.4%, and average hourly earnings are anticipated to stay at January's 0.3% month-over-month growth rate, but rise to a 4.7% year-over-year growth rate from the prior month's 4.4% gain. In international news on Thursday, stocks in Europe ended mostly lower as investors continued to react to this week's congressional testimony from Fed Chairman Jerome Powell, where he signaled that the central bank could get more aggressive with rate hikes and could leave rates higher for longer than initially anticipated. The markets have been volatile as the Fed, along with the European Central Bank and Bank of England, have aggressively tightened monetary policy as they work to cool persistent inflation. However, U.S. employment data released today, which came in worse than expected, seemed to ease some of the recently flared-up worries about how much more aggressive the Fed will be. However, despite the recent choppiness in the markets, equities in the region have had a strong start for 2023, buoyed by signs that warmer-than-expected winter weather may help the region avoid an energy crisis, as well as China's reopening. Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, discusses in his article titled The Everything Everywhere All at Once Rally, how despite market volatility, inflationary pressures, and a potential earnings recession, a rally involving stocks, bonds, and some commodities that started in November still persists. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. The euro and the British pound rose versus the U.S. dollar, which jumped earlier in the week following Fed Chair Powell's comments. Bond yields in the eurozone were mostly lower, while rates in the U.K. gained ground. The U.K. FTSE 100 index was down 0.6%. Switzerland's Swiss market index and Italy's FTSE MIB index fell 0.7%. France's CAC 40 index ticked 0.1% lower. And Spain's IBEX 35 index decreased 0.5%, while Germany's DAX index was unchanged. Stocks in Asia ended mixed as the markets digested the second day of U.S. Fed Chair Powell's congressional testimony, which he continued to suggest the central bank may remain more aggressive and leave rates higher for longer. This followed this week's decision from the Reserve Bank of Australia to hike its benchmark interest rate by 25 basis points, adding to the myriad global monetary policy tightening that has fueled volatility in the currency and bond markets. Meanwhile, the Bank of Japan began its two-day monetary policy meeting today, and the Bloomberg consensus is calling for it to keep its policy stance unchanged. Investors continue to wrestle with uncertainty on the ultimate impact of the monetary policy tightening on global financial conditions and the economy. However, Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop discusses in his latest article titled, Are You Focused on the Wrong Central Bank? How while investor attention is on the Fed, changes at the Bank of Japan might bring shifts to the economic environment impacting the global markets. Meanwhile, China reported February inflation figures showing wholesale price pressures declined more than expected year-over-year, while its consumer price inflation decelerated more than anticipated and hit the slowest pace since February of 2022. Elsewhere, Japan's fourth-quarter GDP growth was revised lower, and the country's preliminary February machine tool orders showed a continued drop. Japan's Nikkei 225 index rose 0.6%, with the yen rebounding somewhat from this week's drop that came as the U.S. dollar rallied on Fed Chair Powell's commentary. China's Shanghai Composite Index declined 0.2%, and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index traded 0.6% lower. 
Australia's S&P ASX 200 index ticked 0.1% higher. South Korea's Kospi index decreased 0.5%. And India's BSE Sensex 30 index fell 0.9%. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will introduce the Bank of Japan's interest rate decision, which is expected to remain at negative 0.1%. We will also get reports on inflation out of Germany, Italy, and Japan. France's trade balance will be released, along with Spain's retail sales and Japan's household spending. Additionally, we will get a host of data out of the UK, including construction output, GDP, industrial production, manufacturing production, and the trade balance.